Life Audio. Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. This is a time that's just for you. We're going to pause, take a little time out of our day to breathe, to rest and refresh with God together. We're going to explore a different topic about stress and learn what God has for us to encourage each other so we can face each day with renewed joy and a renewed sense of God's peace and presence. Well, I'm super excited that you're here today because we're kicking off a brand new series called New Year Fresh Love. Yes, we are stepping into the month of love. The world likes to focus in on Valentine's Day, which is about romantic love. But did you know that the Bible talks about four different kinds of love? And we're going to explore a different one each week. And you'll be able to get soul care tips, simple, easy, actionable steps you can take based on scientific research that will help your body feel more calm and also your spirit become refreshed because they're inspired by God's word, God's promises. So I'm going to share a quick story with you to inspire you. And then we're going to get into that soul care tip. We're going to have three today and it's about friendship. We all need friendship, and yet we all have also been hurt, haven't we? And so we can hold ourselves back. And it's also difficult coming out from a time of the pandemic. Everyone has different comfort levels about being together. The three soul care tests I'm going to give you, they're guaranteed to make you feel better and also nurture your friendships. So I'm so excited that you're here. Please invite your friends to listen in on this new series as we explore the different loves that God talks to us about in his scripture. There's philia, that is brotherly or sisterly love. There is eros, which is romantic, sensual love. There is storge, which is tender, loving, affection, familial love. And last but not least, in fact, the highest form of love that God talks to us about is agape, which is God's unconditional love. That's unique just for us as people of faith. We're beginning today on the topic of friendship. How do we nurture our friendships and especially ones that might not last as long as the way we would want them to? And how do we handle friendships that are difficult? We're going to touch on each of these and I want you to just rest into this time because we'll also end with a soothing prayer of peace to send you off into your day. Or if you're listening in the evening, give you a soft place to land. Well, I welcome you to go and write a review for this podcast because your words make a difference. It helps this Breathe podcast find its way to more listeners. So if you could pause and share a review, I would just be so grateful. Thank you for all the support and the response to Breathe so that I can walk weekly with you this new year. I also want to invite you to 
come and sign up for the Breathe newsletter. It's new. I'm offering this year. Go sign up at thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. And follow me on Instagram at thebonniegray. When you follow me on Instagram at thebonniegray this month, you'll be able to get lots of words of affirmation. I'm going to be posting some soul care challenges for you so that you can put into action the love that you know you have in Christ. But we're going to move it from the head to the heart. We're going to walk out our faith. So I'm so excited to share these soul care challenges of love with you. I want to share a story. When my son, Josh, was just five years old, he's 16 now, but when he was just five years old, I don't know if you remember this for those of you who are moms. We have to sit with our kids next to them when they eat their breakfasts. We have to kind of keep them company. Well, I was sipping my coffee, admiring some flowers that I had gotten for Mother's Day, and they were opening up beautifully, but the blossoms were starting to shed on the table. And as I was sitting next to Josh, five-year-old Josh, he said, Mom, why do these flowers die? Why do the flowers die? I was not ready for this philosophical question at 7 a.m. in the morning, but I said, what do you mean? He said, well, there's water in the vase. How come they're not alive? As I concentrated to think, I said to him, water keeps them alive until a flower blooms. Then the petals fall off and they're done being flowers. That's so sad, Josh replied. You know, do you ever feel that way about friendships? Do you feel when you think about nurturing friendships or putting in the time and effort, there might be a hindrance because you think about friendships maybe that didn't last forever. Well, that moment of looking at the flowers, God brought to my mind four pictures of friendships that helped me to remind me that friendships don't have to last in order to be beautiful. As I talk about these four types of friendships, these pictures in nature we see, I want you to see where God might be touching your heart about what kind of friendship he wants you to nurture in this season of your life. Well, the first one is a beautiful sunset. You know, a sunset just lasts for a moment and it's can't repeat. It's always different. And so these are the kind of friendships where you connect with a friend momentarily, but then it takes you on a different path, but it's still beautiful in the moment. It still provides that beauty in the moment. Is there a friendship like that for you that you can be also to another person? The second is a shooting star. You know, a shooting star is so beautiful and it happens at the dark night. And some friends seem to appear out of nowhere on our path. And it seems like we're going through a valley and yet there's this friend that helps stay with us and walks through us. But then the dawn comes and it's kind of like they were there for just that moment walking with us through the valley. Do you have a friend like that? Could you be a friend like that to someone? There's also a third kind of friendship, which is called flowers in bloom. You know, when flowers are blooming, you catch them right at that time. Oh my goodness, they can just blossom for even three days to up to five. Joyful, delightful. These are the kind of friendships where you giggle and you laugh and it's just so natural. And after you spend time with a friend like this, 
you leave with the fragrance of friendship on your heart. Well, there's also a fourth kind of friend, which is an evergreen friendship. And this is a friendship that is just maybe one or two evergreens. And they're there in the background, always standing ready to provide us with protection or shade. These are our mentors. You don't have to have a lot of them, maybe just one or two. And they have the ability to just listen more than talking. And when they speak, they have choice words of wisdom. Who is that for you? Who's that? Maybe someone you can be to another, an evergreen. In different circumstances or seasons, we can be blessed with one or more of these friendships. I want you to be more curious about what God may be calling you to be, an evergreen, flowers in bloom, a shooting star, a beautiful sunset. None of these are forever, and yet God shows us in nature that friendships are still worthy. You are worthy of friendship. It's how C.S. Lewis describes friendship. Friendship is unnecessary, like art. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things that give value to survival. It's important. We need friends. We need God in the skin. Our faith was not meant to just be a private experience. The word philia, which is this week's focus on love, philia, is a brotherly love, a sisterly love. And it's the same root word that Jesus uses when he says to us, by this, everyone will know that you're my disciples, that you love one another. John 13, 35. This beautiful love that Jesus calls us to experience is a companion love. This is something we can do to nurture the friendship so that we can be with one another. After all, we're all on a journey and we're in the middle of something. And what gives us strength for the journey is to know that we are not alone. We need friends to share the journey. Well, our soul care practices, and there are three, comes from this week's scripture. 1 Peter 4, 8. Love one another deeply. Well, one of the things that we can do is to send a card. Today is actually National Send a Card to a Friend Day. And what better way to refresh our friend's heart? is to do something that can even touch the five love languages. Are you familiar with the five love languages? This is a book written by Gary Chapman, and he says that each of us experience love in five different ways. One is touch, and when we send a card, it allows our friend to actually touch that card. Second, as she opens it, there are words of affirmation. Third, it's an act of service as you go and take that time to write and mail the card. Also, it's a gift giving. And so one of the bonus features about this soul care practice is that giving is scientifically proven to reap personal happiness. The act of gift giving for you as the giver releases endorphins and dopamine within your brain. Those are the happy hormones. These natural chemicals are part of the body's reward system, and it's designed specifically to make you feel good. 
And what's more, happiness is contagious for every act of giving. You are strengthening relationships and you are also bringing goodness to your own soul. I love this verse. It matches this soul care practice perfectly. It's from Proverbs 15, 13. A happy heart makes the face cheerful but a heartache crushes the spirit. So don't do something out of guilt or compulsion. Why? Because that cheerfulness you feel, that smile will bring you happy hormones. And so as you do something that brings you joy, it's going to also bring somebody else joy. So it is definitely a mood lifter. Now, one of the things about giving cards, I love this study. I was so happy to find it. They found that women who received a card experience a greater positive emotional response rather than an electronic message such as a text or social network message or even an email. In fact, the study showed that women who read a card, they experienced twice the amount of happiness than receiving a social media message and three times happier than an email. Wow, that is definitely powerful. So I encourage you to drop a card in the mail this week to a friend. Now, the second thing I want you to do, and this one has a little more energy level, is to give a gift basket. A friend of mine um, recently had shared that she was diagnosed with cancer. And so if there's somebody that you feel is physically challenged in their health, a basket would be a wonderful way for you to cheer them up. You know, when you take some time and you put a little basket together, put together things that you find joy in. And it could be so simple. If your energy level is a little lower, you could just drop it off and then, you know, text them later and say, hey, I have a surprise for you. Or if your energy is a little higher, you can also ring the doorbell and then say hello from outside the home, depending on their comfort level, right? Um, You want to give them that space. Now, one thing that's really special about a gift basket is that it communicates with touch. A region of the brain gets fired up and gets a higher response. Anything that's tactile, it will increase the sense of well-being that anything digital just cannot beat at all. So for you to drop off that basket. So with my friend, I dropped off some chocolate, which I loved. And I quickly wrote a note. And then I also just stopped by and picked up some flowers. Now you might have some tea that you can put into your basket, something that you even have around, make it very simple and easy. We talked about this in episode uh, 16 in creating new rhythms. It needs to be simple comfortable for you in order for you to feel that dopamine and serotonin, those happy hormones. So make it easy on yourself and whatever brings you a smile, it'll also bring a smile to your friend. The third soul care practice I want to challenge you with this week, you know, Galentine's Day is where women gather together with their girlfriends the day before Valentine's Day. I would like to challenge you to do is invite a friend for a girl's lunch out, breakfast out, or coffee out, or night out, depending on everybody's comfort level, because you can just even go for a walk. A walk is a wonderful way for you to be together. Research shows that wholehearted friendship distresses and lengthens life. And when you get together, don't just talk about what you're doing, but share how you're feeling 
and what's been happening. Storytelling has been shown to help us bounce back months after we confide in someone. So it's not just good, the health benefit for that moment, but it actually lasts longer. So revitalize your soul and make that appointment. You might not even feel like it in the moment, but if you do it anyways, I promise you, once you meet with a friend, you'll be glad that you did it. I guess the last thing I wanted to share with you in closing is this question about friendships that maybe are hurtful or wounding. Jesus himself knows that rejection is part of the journey. Do you remember when Jesus sent out his disciples two by two on their first mission? He told them to, quote, shake the dust off your feet. He knew that rejection would be part of the journey. And yet he tells them, quote, take nothing for the journey. Carry no purse, no bread, no bag, no money. Luke 9, 3. In other words, Jesus is telling us, don't give up. Keep being vulnerable. You will find a friend who provide what you need for the journey. Also be the friend, love others and show others the love that God calls us, that companion phileo love. Well, you know the story I started off telling you about with Caleb? After Caleb said, gosh, it seems so sad that these flowers just die. I said, sweetie, Jesus made flowers to remind us some things are beautiful no matter how long they last. God wants us to enjoy them while we can. And I gathered him close to me and gave him a little tickle. I told him there will always be new flowers. So friends, there will always be new flowers. And you are that flower to someone. Jesus says, I've called you friends. For everything I heard from my father, I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. John 15, 5. You will always have Jesus. He will always be our friend to refill and refresh us. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, give me grace to move forward from the rejection you so fully understand about friends. Guide me to find new friends and rekindle old ones. Help me to love others the way you have loved me, to stop and welcome them, to give them refreshment, and give me courage to be countercultural, to take time for friendship, not just be online, but to be in real life sharing the stories that I'm living with you and dare to be known. In Jesus' name, amen. hope that you felt inspired in this time we had to think about philea god's love for us and i pray that you will be a blessing to someone who needs your love today and next time we're going to be talking about eros romantic love so invite your friends remember to leave a review for this podcast and join me on instagram at the bonnie gray Sign up for my newsletter, the Breathe newsletter at thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Remember you're loved and cherished. Just rest. See you next time. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, 
or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <coughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.